And but when you close local beaches, that's a, that's that's a, that's stupid. Thanks for tuning into the Nosara podcast. Today, I'm speaking with Dr. Alvaro Salas Castro, a behavioral scientist who recently moved to Nosara to help the president understand what's going on in this area of the country. When things grow without planning, without strategy, without objectives, without unity between the locals and the investors and the different government institutions, chaos reigns. And, and, and when chaos reigns, you lose the magic. So that's one problem that I'm looking at. What makes, what makes these places special and how can you keep it weird and special. Thanks for checking out the Nosara podcast. My name is Rich Burnham, and I really enjoy talking to all kinds of different people about all different kinds of things. We have many different episodes available on the YouTube channel, Rich Burnham, or richburnham.com that have video, or you can get audio only versions wherever you get your podcast. My name is Rich Burnham, and the podcast begins now. Dr. Alvaro, how, how long have you been living here? I have full been time? living here full time for about seven months. Okay. Six so you've been living months. here six or seven months now. Mm-hmm. That's enough time to kind of get a feel and start to see how the community works. Yeah. Off the top of your head, what do you see as our biggest challenges? First, first of all, I think it's unity. There's a huge gap between locals from Costa Rica, and I will divide them into from Nosara and from San Jose or other places that are out of Nosara, Garza or the area. Second, there is a gap between the investors or business owners from abroad and also the ones from here. And also there is a gap between um, investors that are not from the United States or Canada. They're from other regions like Israel or Europe and the local culture. So I know that there are incredibly good initiatives to bridge those gaps and they are they have we have civic participation with associations and organizations and people here actually really care but there's a mismatch between what the federal government is doing with policies what the local government is doing with policies and what does the community is doing in terms of organizing themselves and the governance that they're doing so in these three layers there's a lot of misinformation, miscommunication, and then you're pulling Nosara from to different places without having a cogent and crisp strategy and objectives of what this place can actually become and the potential that it has. It seems like we have a lot of interesting things going on because when I first moved here, it seemed like Nosara was another country, like it was its own island. We didn't really communicate or do very well with Nicoya. Heaven knows we didn't communicate with San Jose. And it was it was almost like you came out here if you kind of wanted to get away from the other type of communities. It seems like we're we're kind of the opposite of Tamarindo. Like if you look at it or Samara, Capos, Dominical, just go down the list. Like Nosara's is, is very, very different. What do you attribute that to? Right now, well, you have an airport, you have microclimates, you have investors from New York, London, UK, Japan, Israel. It's interesting what is going on in here. But I will attribute the fact at least for my preliminary findings that I really want to, I, I like to go thorough and deep, but this is just the preliminary conversations and findings and some data that I have seen, is that, first of all, people here really care. Uh, maybe there are, there's, there's gaps. Maybe they don't talk with the different nodes of people or institutionals or institutions or organizations within government. But people that are here, that are here, they really care. They really care about nature. They really care about themselves. They really care about healing. They really care about other human beings and they care about longevity and, 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 and taking care of, 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 of your life and your decisions. 
and and life in behavioral economics is a, an accumulated of good decisions. And apparently people here care about not going in autopilot life. They actually have a question or they came here for surfing or, or doing yoga or finding themselves in a different ways, in different layers and in different perspectives. But first, the first to your question, the first point is people here really care. And as we've seen, if we go from the general to a specific in the world, right now we're seeing um, governments and, and, and leaders that they're just promoting their own political agendas or their own greed without taking into account what, what their neighbors think. And, 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 and that's one, one point that makes this place, place special. Second, uh, you have one of the best places in the world to actually see turtles, which is Ostional. You have an amazing fishing spot, which is Garza and so on and so forth. You have a solid, constant, beautiful wave um, during different months. And right now, you are close to one local airport and one international airport, which is Liberia. And in some circles, particularly in cosmopolitan cities, Nusara is getting some traction, is getting some famous. It's very similar to what happened with Tulum and Quintana Roo in Mexico mm-hmm. at the beginning. That now it has become some sort of like a new tamarindo, right? In, in, in the negative way of saying that. Um, because when people, when things grow without planning, without strategy, without objectives, without unity between the locals and the investors and the different government institutions, Chaos reigns, and 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 when chaos reigns, you lose the magic. So that's one problem that I'm looking at. What makes what makes this place special, and how can you keep it weird and special? That's that's the second question of the research. The third point that I have seen is that this is very different from other surfing towns around Latin America, because even though there's crime and some problems with drugs and so on and so forth, um, statistically speaking it's very low in comparison to other surf towns around the country right uh, particularly with santa teresa malpais that you can use the analogy that they're similar but drugs crimes and and and, and other like a uh, bad stuff it's very different from nosara to to santa teresa nosara is at least more isolated at least for, for now for, from those issues um the other component is that they they have really good schools here they have an am- amazing educational system, um, private and public. Talk me through that, please. So the, the teachers and the people that have been able to settle here, either from Costa Rica or other parts of the country or from abroad, they are incredibly good educators. And they have a special connection not only with their kids and what they're doing, but also with themselves and nature. So they're very woke people. Um, and if you compare that to the, the educational system in Costa Rica, which is one of the best ones in Latin America, by the way, we spend more than 5% of our gross domestic product in education. Um, but when you compare what you have in Nosara with other parts of the country and other parts of Central America, w- one can argue that you have one of the best educational systems here in terms of the teachers that are in a small geographical place and location. Right. I don't know the curriculas or or the outcomes yet, but you but at least on the conversations that I have and what I have seen, there's many interesting people here teaching and and there's a benefit to that in in the short term and in the medium term. 
The other component uh, that is uh, good to know here is uh, food intake. Mm -hmm. And um, that there is apparently access, accessible, affordable access to good quality of food and products, mostly vegetables and grains. And that, of course, creates a productivity and a, and a, and a, and a different um, feeling for people that are actually uh, doing exercise, connecting with nature, and also eating, having good uh, eating habits. And the last point that I would like to talk, which is, this is absolutely based on my perception and opinion. I have no data or conversations to confirm that yet. But I believe that what makes a place special is not only the geographical components and the institutions or uh, the peace and freedom that you can have, but also the people that is uh, placed in that location at, at a particular moment in time. And, and when you have in Nosara all the components that we mentioned, right? Food, education, surfing, nature, good people, institutions, rule of law and a magical place, I think that this this small town has the potential to become a Silicon Valley in Latin America in the right way. Not in the right way that is going to be um, reigned by capitalism and private equity, but in a way that it can be innovative and it can create ideas and patents and innovations to the world. You're giving counsel to the government or to the president's office and the president and the first lady right now, if I understand correctly. Is that right? Just a few months ago, I was the general coordinator of the Costa Rican task force to mitigate COVID-19 as far as COVID goes, we've had a challenging situation. Tourism is such an important part of the industry here. But then at the same time, Costa Rica obviously wants to keep everyone healthy as possible. And it seems like there's a bit of a war going on between the, the various sides, between promulgation of business and tourism and keeping that spinning. Or versus do we batten down the hatches and uh, try to stop, for example, the new strain from the UK that's surfacing? Do we, do we close travel again? Tension between cabinet members on the approach of how to tackle and solve things. Which, makes sense. That, which that makes that, sense. That makes sense. And, 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 it's, and it's, it's a democracy and that's how things should go. But in this case, the things were, should we open? Should we close? Um, should we uh, start closing more the borders and the airports? Or should we start opening them in some places in the country? What are doing? What are the other countries doing in terms of this, like South Korea and Taiwan and Spain and Italy, etc.? So we start asking these big, big picture questions and figuring out how can we actually, you know, implement them in Costa Rica's experiments. And what we found is that the Minister of Health, Daniel Salas, which is not related to me, we only have the last name, he is particularly focused on on virus and epidemiology. He's an epidemiologist. He he strictly sees the world in virus he's going to want to close things then i uh, that would make sense to me if he's the one that would like to close things and 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 with with, with the right you know claim to do it even his he, dad passed away during he, this pandemic he got COVID and he passed away uh rest in peace but but um for by the other hand we have the minister of tourism the minister of political planning in an economy that depends outrageously on the inflow of foreigners, in particular cyclical seasons in our country. And when you close that, we, you don't not only use the, lose the direct jobs that that creates with the hotel industry and rentals, etc., but also the indirect jobs and the flow of income in those communities that strictly depend on that. So 
that's the trade-offs that you have in policy, right? In one hand, you have the health component, and in the other hand, you have the living employment component. And, and, and right now, those tensions not only are tangible, but you probably will see that they will be part of the narrative in the next political elections. Where that which, makes sense. which candidate is going to be more open and aggressive and in terms of creating jobs and, 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 and opening spaces, and which one will blend science, health, and policies in a balanced way that can actually tackle the problems at stake. In my opinion, you, you, need, you need to find a sweet spot between the two of them. And, 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 but when you close local beaches, for instance, right now that are too dirty, you cannot serve. That's, a, that's, that's, a, that's stupid. And, and it has zero, zero scientific value when you do that. And I can say, and I can say this one, because I'm not the general coordinator of the task force anymore, but two, I'm a scientist. And, and as, as, as a scientist, my role is to use facts and data to provide the decision makers the right tools to make decisions. And what is the argument of closing a beach when, 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 when people is actually surfing? There's no social distances that you need to care about. I have the same question. That's actually what I was going to ask you. What, what was the justification or reason? Because it makes no sense to me. It doesn't make sense to me either. And it doesn't make sense to a lot of people because there has been a lot of erratic policies and a lot of contradictions between the Minister of Treasury and the Minister of Political Planning and now the Minister of Health, not only in the health part of COVID-19, but also in taxes, in opening sectors, in providing at least aid to some uh, industries to tackle the unemployment problem that we have, which is one of the highest unemployment rates that in the history of our democracy. What is that rate? Right now, it's it's, it's over 22%, and we're expecting that it, go, it will probably go up to 27%. If we close travel... Is that how it's going to get to 27 or will it go up to 30 will, and beyond? It will go up. It will go up. And that's that's the thing. Our country invented the field of ecotourism. Literally, the, the, the word ecotourism was invented in Costa Rica. And, and, and we depend so much on that on that capital inflow from, from investors and foreigners and people that come here uh, that, that uh, we, we don't have a plan B in the short term. There's no plan B in the short term. You cannot create capacity or jobs or industries in less than 24 months and, and people will, will famine and there will be social unrest and there will be problems that we are not as Nosara uh, neighbors, a, 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 we cannot be blinded about them because they can actually reach our shores. So one of the things that I would love to do in Nosara is test some frameworks about community engagement, about civic participation, about the creation of trust and one of the things that I find absolutely serendipitous is that you need champions such as yourself, as such like you, and local leaders that actually are excited about this because this is grassroots community organizing at its best. And the data says, and the literature says, that the communities that thrive, that the communities that are healthy, that the communities that have not only uh, a governance that works, but also a vibrant democracy are the ones that organize themselves. So I hope without being pretentious, but, but, but I like to be ambitious in the next months, at least six months to reach a, some sort of uh, different decision makers and local leaders to have a conversation based on scientific frameworks that I would like to prepare to see where are the main where are the main issues in Nosara, how we can solve them together, 
which issues we cannot solve and we will probably need uh, government intervention, either local or federal. And the most important one, how can you bridge the gap between the foreigners and the locals and the people from San Jose and the investors from abroad to find common answers to the, the problems at stake? Perfect thesis statement. If you're interested, I'll have you back on every month and we can talk about this. Absolutely. I would love it. Hey, thanks for watching this episode. We have a whole bunch of episodes on richburnham.com or my YouTube channel, Rich Burnham. And if you want audio only, go to wherever you get your podcast and check out the Nosara podcast with Rich Burnham.